0: presence of Almighty God. Good morning and happy Sabbath again. Can I get a little bit on this mic? Amen. Come on, can we put our hands together for our Lord and Savior? Amen. All the mics need to come up. Amen. Again, we praise God for another beautiful Sabbath day, a day where we can come and reflect on his greatness and upon his goodness. To come and just put away the scares of this world. To be able to just put down the labors yes. and, the, yes. and the wonders and the worries just to lay it all down yes. and dedicate and devote this time with the lord yes, there's so much going on in the world yes. there's so much is happening all around us yes. and we need that time we need to be able to just stop for a moment and just rejuvenate and just rekindle just to be able to have that special moment with the lord and so that's why we're here we want you to just forget about your lights if you left them on or off. Don't be worrying about what's on the stove, Amen. Don't even worry about if you left this there or did I bring this with me. Don't let, let's leave it alone. That's right. And let us focus in on our good Savior, amen. on our great and awesome God, because He's worthy to be praised. That's that's what I'm gonna do. That's what I, I I'm not thinking about nothing but my Jesus, uh-huh. because this has been a week like no other. And I'm just so glad that God has thought enough of us to set a day aside for us to reflect on him and to be able to just rekindle, be able to just get our thoughts together so that we can be in good health. Amen. 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 So we praise God for you. We thank God for you. For those that are viewing with us online, we want to welcome you to our worship service today. Amen again as always yeah, let's put our hands together for our online viewers amen we know that you can click that button right now and go somewhere else you can go and go to china or italy or spain or you can go anywhere you want to go but we're so blessed and honored that you have chose to spend this time with us today and so we want to thank god for you and you who are viewing or who are in the physical space we praise god for you as well we thank god for just allowing us to come in here and to be able to worship and reflect on him. If you notice, our praise team, our choir look a little thin. Now, they're not fasting, um, but our women <laughs> are away at a women's retreat, and we want to keep them lifted up in prayer. Um, they've been sending pictures, and they're having a wonderful time. And so we want to keep them in prayer. But you know the enemy's going to do what the enemy's going to do. But I believe that God has a blessing in store for our women. We want to encourage them along the way and keep them lifted up so when they come back, amen, we'll be able to get some of that, that, that fire, some of that energy that they received while they were there away at the retreat. So let's keep our women in prayer. I mean, as always, we do want to celebrate those that are having birthdays or anniversaries. I know we do this every week, but every week, you know, is a new day, amen. amen. It's a new week, amen. And there may be a birthday this week or anniversary. If you're celebrating a birthday this week or uh, anniversary, if you can just wave your hand or amen. There's a hand wave right here. Amen. Is there another? Amen. So you have a birth anniversary.
1: Anniversary.
0: Anniversary. That's right. That's right. So you'll be celebrating uh, how many years, Elder? Nine years. Nine years. Amen. 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 Nine years. So we want to keep you in prayer. Amen. and you can see nine more. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Well, we celebrate all anniversaries, all birthdays. Uh, we don't have an anniversary song. I think there is an anniversary song, but, but we're not going to do that here. <laughs> we're not going to do that here. Amen. But we do celebrate you on your anniversary of nine years and pray that you will experience nine, 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 nine more. Amen. 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 Well, we want to be gone before the end, though. But. Praise God for you. At this time, we just want to just encourage you as we are approaching um, next week. Um, we're having our evangelistic effort. Um, now, we prayed over our flyers last week. We're gonna, we have a new batch. Um, there was some information that was left off of those, off the first batch. Um, but we still want you to use those. Get creative. Like get a pen and write the date in or something like that. Uh, whatever information, is, just write that in there. A sharpie. That's right. Amen. Amen. Um, but we do have a new batch, and we want you, before you leave, amen, we're going to pray over these as well. And we want to utilize um, our gifts and our talents as we go out into the community and pass these flyers out. We know that God is going to do something great and awesome. It's been hectic these last few weeks. Things have been happening. Things have been going on. So, you know, whenever there is an a influx of issues, you know the enemy is trying to stop something from happening. And so we believe that God is on the move, and um, the enemy is trying to prevent that. But you know he have no power. Right. Amen. He has no power. I'm going to say that again. It's just me in here today. Um, I'm talking to the walls. He has no powers. Amen. 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 I'm talking to the shades right now. He has no power. Amen. Amen. <laughs> um, and so we're not going st- to act like he do. Amen. But sometimes that's what we do. We forget that he's defeated we started wimping and whining and crying and giving him the victory over something that he has no victory over
1: That's
0: right. it's like you ran the race won the trophy and you giving him the trophy amen the devil is a liar and the truth is not in him so we don't look at what we see we believe in the God that we cannot see but we know that he's real he's real And our soul today so we have these flyers we want to pass these out at the end of the service and i believe there's another piece of information that we'll be placing in your hand as well so we want everyone to make sure that you get this information before you leave um the word of knowledge bible college reclaiming and revitalizing god's living church and so we want to encourage you to keep that in prayer on next friday we will be having our fasting and prayer time where we're just asking the, the family of god to just go into a season of prayer um, from Friday sunset, next Friday at sunset, um, all day um, Sabbath until you get home to your pots. And then you want to have a word of prayer, and then you can come off your fasting. Amen. Um, but we want to spend this time together as we're praying for our revival. Um, we'll be kicking this off on next week, Sabbath. Um, and so just keep this in prayer. Um, every day except for Monday and Thursday, Monday and Thursday, we will not be having our meeting time. Um, To give you time to take care of your week. Uh, But remember, keep it in prayer. Keep us in prayer. Um, At this time, um, if you can just bow your heads with me as we go into a word of prayer. Loving Lord, our Father and God, again, we're so thankful. We're so privileged. We're so honored to be able to come before you on this beautiful Sabbath morning. Um, Again, God, you are truly an amazing God. Without you, we're hopelessly lost. But with you, we are more than conquerors. And so we give you praise, we give you honor, and we give you glory for what you've done, what you're doing, and what you are about to do. Forgive us again of our sins, we pray. In Jesus' name, let the people of God say amen, amen. and amen again.
1: Everyone that's comfortably able to please stand as we sing. There is no God like our God. Put your hands together like you know it. There's no God, there's no God like our God. No, no There's no God like our there's, no like there's no God, there's no God like our God. No God, there's no God like our God. hey, Jehovah. Jehovah, Jehovah, Jehovah. Shadow, God of peace God of peace There's no God like no God There's no God like our God Hope and peace, hope and my banner. banner. God of peace. God of peace. There's no God like our God. He reigns. He reigns. He reigns. He reigns. He reigns He reigns. He reigns. He reigns forevermore. Like our god
0: right there. That gets me going right there. i ready to run around here a little bit. You don't know like I know. Oh, my, 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 my. There's no God. Oh, my, 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 my. As we enter into this time of prayer this morning, amen, we know that there is no God like our God. We call on him. We look to him. And the thing about the God that we are talking about is that he wants us to call on him. Amen. He's not like some of our friends who say, you know, you can call me. Says, so You know what I'm talking about? You can call me. Call me anytime. Yeah, yeah. And then when you call on them, they're looking at you like, why are you calling me? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Hey, man, somebody know what I'm talking about in here. You're not that person, though, right? You just know somebody, right? Amen. But we can call on him. We can yeah. seek his face morning, noon, or night. It doesn't matter. He is always there they say the song says Jesus is on the main line. Tell him what you want. Call him. Tell him. He's there listening to you. And so as we gather our hearts and our thoughts as always we want to remember um, our revival um, that's coming up. We That We want to keep it in prayer. We have our flyers. We want to pray over those yet again. Each time we go out we want to pray for safety over each and every one of you that as you go out and um, spread the love of God and um, share this message of the soon coming Savior um, that God will have His angels to encamp around you and keep you safe. We do have some church family members who are battling with health challenges. We're not going to go through them all, but we just want to ask that you will just keep our sick and shut in in prayer. Um, we have family members that are dealing with some personal issues, some real life changing issues. We want to keep them in prayer as well i'm talking about that real life-changing stuff Uh, i'm not talking about just a simple i have to move out of my apartment which is a life-changing experience as well Uh, i'm not talking about um, you know my job has just laid me off which is a life-changing experience but i'm talking about a life-changing experience that will really shake your world and shake your faith and so we want to keep our family members in prayer those that are having those type of challenges. Also, as always, we want to encourage you who choose to come close to the altar. We want to open our altar up for you to come on down, to um, come on down around the altar. And what we're looking to do in the near future, um, we're going to have our prayer basket available for you, where you'll be able to place your prayers in that basket. And we want to pray over those baskets. We're going to pray over that basket, not just on Saturday, but throughout the week. We want to call out that prayer basket amen. For those of you who choose to remain in your seats, we ask if you could just reverently uh, your hearts and your mind uh, as we approach God's throne in prayer. It is prayer time. Sweet hour of prayer. Father, we're experiencing even now that this is not like any other Sabbath. Uh, 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 this Sabbath here, Father God, is, has never been recorded in the record books before. Uh, this is a new day. Uh, this is a new season. Uh, this is a new moment. And so we want to say, Lord, thank you for thinking enough of us and allowing us to experience this beautiful day. Thank you, Father God, for our last night lying down and our early morning rising Thank you, God, because we know that we don't deserve any one of us to be here today. But, Father, for some odd reason, in your will, in your planning of our salvation, you saw fit to allow our eyelids to open yet again. You saw fit, O oh God, to allow our bloods to flow through our veins throughout the night. You, O oh God, allowed us, Father God, to wake up this morning. And you started us on our way. You kept us over the dangerous roads. You watched us as we approached different stop signs. You covered us, oh God, in our vehicles. You kept us alert and kept us focused. And so we bless you today, oh God, for allowing us to make it here safely. Oh God, there's nothing that we've done. It's not because we're so special. It's not because we're so amazing. It's not because we're so awesome. Oh no, God, you're the only amazing one in here. You're the only awesome one in here. But Lord, it's because of your wisdom and your guidance. we are here today and so we bless you this morning we thank you for covering us words cannot even begin to describe or even explain just how much we appreciate all that you've done and all that you're doing oh god my god we thank you and we bless you this morning and so as we approach you, father as always we can never come before you without asking you to cleanse us asking you to forgive us asking you oh god to help us to be more like you Oh, God, we can't do it by ourselves. And, oh, God, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. If you don't do it, it cannot, shall not, and will not get done. So, Father, link us into the people that you've called us to be. Lord, we surrender our hearts and our minds over to you, God, to do as you see fit. Oh, yes, God, not just words saying. We're not just saying words. But, Father, from the heart of our hearts, We're asking you to step in, oh God. Shake us up, move us around. Do what you have to do, oh God. That when you crack the sky, we'll be a people prepared to receive you in that great getting up morning. So, oh God, clean us up now. Forgive us of our sins. Help us to reflect you in everything we say and everything that we do. That wherever we go, oh God, and whatever it is that we do, oh God, that your name will be glorified. Not I. But it is Christ that dwells on the inside. Oh, you're so amazing to us, God. Food on our table. Clothes on our back. danger seen and unseen. How we give you praise, oh God. So, Father, do it now in the name of Jesus. So Father, as we come. Lord, we have family members. We have members of this very church that is having health challenges this morning. We're asking you, oh God, that you would do a clean sweep. That you would wipe the memory board clean of pain. That you will do a clean sweep, oh God. That you will heal us, oh God, of, of all of our infirmities. Those individuals that are having back pains, heal them now, oh God. Those that are having heart problems, heal them now, oh God. Those that are battling with cancer this morning, we pray healing over their lives this morning. Oh God, we know that you're still in the healing business. We know that the well never runs dry. Because their only healing can only be healed because of you. You give healing its power. You tell healing when to heal and how to heal. So, oh God, do what you do today, oh God. All power lies in your hand. Lord, hallelujah, we can do nothing without you. Oh, Father, so step in our circumstances. Step in our situation and heal the broken heart. Mend the mind that is bearing toward suicide. Oh, God, mend them right now. Oh, God, step in right now and do what you do. Because, again, God, if you don't do it, it cannot get done if you don't do it oh god it will not get done if you don't do it oh god it shall not get done so father step in we give you permission oh yes god we give you permission lord you can even kick the door in don't even use the key this morning oh god kick it in oh god and come on in here and make the crooked road straight. that when we leave here oh god we will leave here knowing that we have been in the presence of an awesome and amazing god oh god when we leave here we want to leave here with flyers in our hands we want to leave our hero, God, with material in our hand. Because we have a revival that's coming up. So we're praying over the flyers this morning. The enemy tried to throw a block last week, oh God. But Lord, you called it, oh God. In the name of Jesus, just to see where we are with our faith. Just to see where we are, oh God. Oh yeah, we yet holding on. Oh yes, we yet holding on, oh God. The enemy, he's gonna need to do more than that to get us to turn our backs on you. So Father, touch these flyers this morning. Whatever hand that they fall in, oh God, we pray a a life-changing experience. Oh God, we pray that every flyer that goes out, oh God, every flyer that even stay in, oh God, that you will put a special anointing on it and that you will draw this community to your saving grace that you will use this effort, oh God, of, this evangelistic effort to be a beacon of light in this community to let them know that there is a risen Savior, that we don't have to stay in the muck and the morrow, that we don't have to live in a drug addiction environment, that we don't have to suffer abuse, that we don't have to be degraded, that we don't have to be mistreated because there is a God. There is a God that looks beyond our faults and sees what we need. There is a God that's not judgmental, that there is a God that is able to lift us up and make us look better than what we really deserve. So Father, have your way today. Be with this service today. Be with our women who are away at the retreat. Let you will cover and keep them as well, O oh God. Let them have an experience like never before. Let it not just be a good time, but let it be a rejuvenating time. Let them be able to rejuvenate themselves, O oh God. Let them get what they need, O oh God. So when they come back to the workplace, Come back to the home environment. Come back to the church environment. That they will be better than before they left. Oh God, do what you do today. I know God, I got you in the name of Jesus. Do what you do today, oh God. We give you permission right now to shake us up, oh God, in the name of Jesus. So cover our women. Cover our family that are here today. We have individuals, oh God, that have come close to the altar. Lord Father God, they need you to do a great work in their lives. They need you to touch them right now in the name of Jesus. Whatever it is that they're dealing with, whatever it is that, they're, that is ailing them, whatever it is that is pressing right now in the name of Jesus, we give you permission in the name of Jesus to do what you do. Lord, there are those that are in their seats today that chose not to come close, not that they don't need you. They need you just as much, oh God. Some of them are dealing with some heavy loads, and they need you in their life today, oh God. So, Father, stop by each pew. Stop by each seat, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Lay your hand upon them right now. Touch their shoulder. Let them experience you in a very new and real way. When we leave here, we will know that we have been in your presence. And lastly, oh God, cover the service. Be with our praise team. Be with the musicians, Lord. Let this here day, oh God, be a day that we will remember for the rest of our lives because of who you are and because of our experience with you today. Unlike last week. Unlike yesterday unlike last year but father a new experience with a new anointing when we leave here oh god we will know that we have been in your presence and we will be ever so mindful god to give you all the praise all the honor and all the glory this we do pray in jesus name let the people of god say amen and amen again
2: sabbath happy sabbath glad to see everybody smiling face out today now is a time where everybody can participate stewardship time because god has blessed us all with time talent temple and treasure and this is our opportunity to use it for him the pastor has already mentioned about the word of knowledge bible college which i really love that name (laughs) word of knowledge bible college and that's coming up october 29th but it's not the only thing coming up october 29th For we also have the Never Alone Suicide Prevention Conference coming up. Never Alone Suicide Prevention Conference. And I know a lot of you are saying, well, I'm not thinking about suicide. Well, praise God, you are not. That's nothing anybody needs to think about. But unfortunately, if you think there's no suicide in the black community, you're sadly mistaken. If you don't think a lot of people are thinking about suicide, You're not paying attention. If you look at how terrible things are getting in the world, some people don't think it's ever going to get any better. Some people think their own life is not going to get better. Some people have no hope. And we know that without hope, that's a terrible life to live, isn't it? In fact, when we read about the story of Elijah, after he had done all he did on Mount Carmel, he was running from Jezebel, and he was so depressed and discouraged, Mm -hmm. he wanted to die. Can you imagine the prophet of the Lord wanting to die, commit suicide, and die? Mercy. So you think about us. Well, nobody in here is a prophet that I know of. <laughs> you know, but we su- we struggle, we suffer, we have issues, and many times people suffer in silence, mm-hmm. and that's the worst thing you can do. Amen. So, in terms of stewardship, we use our time, talent, temple, and treasure to serve God. I just want to let you know that Lakita and I, we took some of these flyers and we passed out about 300 of these flyers. Using our stewardship abilities for the Lord. And it was a great time because the people were happy to see us. Some people had had, uh, not really even thought about it. And we're telling them, you don't have to be the one that's suffering and struggling with suicide. You might save a life by attending this uh, conference and learning something Mm -hmm. that's gonna help you uh, to speak to someone who is struggling. So if each of us uses our stewardship talents to hand out the word of knowledge flyers, to hand out the suicide prevention conference flyers, you never know how many lives you're gonna touch. Now when we call ourselves Christian, it means Christ-like, right? We're called to be like Christ. Christ gave his life to save our lives. Can we just give a little bit of our time, talent, temple, and treasure to maybe save other lives? It don't take a whole lot. But if you just give somebody uh, one of these flyers, one of the flyers the pastor is going to hand out, you can save a life on earth and you can save a life in eternity Mm -hmm. just by handing out one of these flyers because God is going to bless your (laughs) efforts. If it was just up to us, we can just throw in the towel. But because we have the power of God behind us, we can see miracles happening. Don't you want to be a part of those miracles? Mm-hmm. I know I do. And all we got to do is just hand out a few flyers. It's just that simple. And I promise you, God is going to bless your effort as a faithful steward. Amen. Would our deacons come forward this morning to lift our tithe and offerings? And the pastor is going to hand out flyers after service. Be sure to get one. I'll hand out some flyers also. And just take a few to hand out. Take a few to post at your job if you can. Or somewhere that that has a bulletin board would be great. Let us bow our head. Dear Lord, we thank you so much for the tithe and offering which has been faithfully returned. We thank you so much that the faithfulness of your people is being shown. That we still have a place to worship. We have lights on, we have heat and cooling, and as you've blessed this church, dear Lord, because of the faithfulness of the members. Continue to be with each of us, Lord, that we be honest and upright in all that we do. In the blessed name of Jesus, amen. amen. I want to remind you also, if you, uh, you'll see this online too, it's on Facebook. Uh, what's the other thing? Facebook, LinkedIn, all those things. And you can sign up at eventbrite.com also be blessed and be a blessing
1: Amen. He
0: God in this place. Come on, stand with me and let's worship God in this place. Honor and power is one. Come on, one more time, one more time. All over the building. Hallelujah. worship God in this place. Amen. Let's worship God in this place today. Hallelujah. Salvation and glory, honor and power. He is wonderful. He's mighty. He's amazing. See, you don't know like I know. I could have I just stayed there. I, I, I really could have just stayed right there. But, but I'm going to be honest with you, you, know, I, you know, I, I'm not that kind of preacher at least I try not to be that kind of preacher to, to call folk out but, but y'all was looking at me some kind of way and I just figured let me just get out of there because I don't want to get bum rushed but I could have stayed there all day I, I, I could have stayed there all day because see when you serve a God and when you understand how good he is hallelujah salvation and glory, honor, and power. He see that's why I can stay there all day long because He is wonderful. It's not me. Amen. Nothing, nothing, nothing that I can ever do. He's wonderful. He's a counselor, he's a Prince of Peace. He's a mighty God. I could have stayed there all day, but I'm a. I'm gonna be. I'm going to be obedient to the spirit. The spirit had us shut it down. But God is so good and, and he is just so amazing. And, and I'm going to be honest with you. I, you know, I talk to a lot of people and I share my story and my testimony of how I came up and not to give any glory or anything to, to the, that life, but I've talked, I talked to a lot of people and I've come to learn and realize that there is no better place. That there is no, there is no better place than this place. I've I, I've I've talked to and spent time with a lot of folk, and they have a lot of different, 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 you know, ideas. And but there is no place like this place. Being with Jesus that's the business this is it if you leave Jesus I don't know where you're going I mean I know where you're going but 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 you're going the wrong way because there is no God like this guy and he's worthy to be praised so I just want to encourage your hearts this morning because I don't know what you're going through I don't know what you're experiencing I don't know what it is that's happening in your corner of the world But wherever you are, whatever it is that you're going through, I want you to know that God is able to deliver and that God is able to bring light to your darkness. That he is able to pick you up where others have let you down. He's able to mend your broken heart when other folk has broken it. That's the God that we serve. And here it is right here. I'm going to get into this. Here it is right here. He wants to do it. I mean, he wants to come into your life. He wants to deliver you. He wants to bless you. He wants you to be excited and be happy about life. And so I want to encourage you along the way to, to trust him and to believe in him because he's truly worthy. He's truly worthy to be praised. Let's get into this word this morning. If you have your Bibles with you. If you can turn with me to the book of Psalms, Psalms 71. This is where we'll be taking our reading from. We want to read the first 11 verses here, Psalms 71. You have it on the screen, but if you please stand with me when you find it in your... On your devices or if you're old school like me that still like to pack the word in paper Psalm 71 I'll be reading this and you know how we do it here at the top we'll read this responsibly I'll start and then you come in and we'll go back and forth until we get to verse 11 and we'll read that together Father God we thank you so much for what you have done and what you are doing and what you are about to do as we now enter into this word your word we pray your guidance speak to us even now in jesus name amen and you O oh lord i put my trust let me never be put to shame Be my strong refuge to which I may resort continually. You have given the commandment to save me, for you are my rock and my fortress. Deliver me, O out of For you are my hope, O Lord God. You are my trust from my youth. By you I have been of hell from birth. You
1: are needed to be out of my mother's womb. My praise shall be continually of you.
0: I have become as a wonder to many, but you are my strong refuge. Do not cast me off in the time of old age. Do not forsake me when my strength fails. All together, saying, God has forsaken him. Pursue and take him, for there is none to deliver him. Just turn to your neighbor real quick and and tell them I might be old, but I ain't out. So some of y'all, some of y'all looked at each other and said, I ain't old. Yeah, y'all okay. Let's try this one then. Let's try. So some see I knew it. I knew it. I already, I already knew. I said they gonna say I ain't old. (laughs) Okay then. Well, let's try this then. Turn, turn, turn to your other neighbor. And say, and said I might be older. I might be older, <laughs> but <I> ain't out. <laughs> Father God, again, we thank you, and we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. I knew it. I knew y'all was gonna go there with me. I said they gonna get me, and tell me I ain't old, Pastor. I ain't old. but the text but the text said <laughs> I'm just trying to the text said uh, uh, the time of old age <laughs> Amen uh, but God is good and 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 he is truly worthy to be praised <clears throat> I might be old but I ain't out You know some of us some of us have been in this in this work in this thing called Christianity for our a while, and, and, and you've seen some things, you've experienced some things, and, um, and, and you may know somebody that was in with you when you were younger that's not in now. Um, something has happened, and it's caused them to throw in the towel or to give up the faith, and, and now they look at the church as if the church is just some horrible place. Uh, there are individuals that look at the church, and they see the church as, as, a, as a gimmick, so, some some see see the church as a, as a place where hypocrites go and and just just talk about folk and yeah. Yeah. Uh, some they just they, they, they don't even see any light in it. Some some have gotten especially through this pandemic <clears throat> and I really hate to always go there or talk about it. But the reality is that since the pandemic has come along, it has really revealed to a lot of us where we really stand as it relates to our walk with Christ. Because I'm going to be honest with you, I just really cannot phantom the idea of being at home when the church house is open. Now, I don't know, maybe it's because what I've been through, maybe could it be the fact that God delivered me from a devil's hell? Uh, Or could it be I have really come into a relationship, and, and, and I can only tell my story. I don't know what you've gone through, but I've heard individuals talk about how, God is real, real. Jesus is real to me. But yet, at the same time, when it's time to come to God's place of worship, um, that seemed to be the furthest thing from our mind. Uh, And as they got older, as they become a little bit more knowledgeable about things, um, the church just doesn't seem to be uh, the place that I want to be a part of. Um, There's just too much going on in the church some have gotten to the point of where we look at the church and even in our worship services we see it as if it's secular the church has just become like the world we're clapping now we have drums now we have all this stuff going it's just a big place of entertainment because we're trying to appeal to the people to get them excited about something that they should be already self-excited about i mean why is it that i have to pump and prime the people of god to worship and serve the living God. It's just crazy to me that I have to go through all these different hoops and loops and dips and whatnot just to get you to do something that God has birthed in you to do naturally. And what we have to understand that there is a real enemy at work. And sometimes we don't see that. Sometimes we feel as if this is just how I am. You know, that's for you and not for me. Uh, 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 You like the church thing, you know, but that's just not where I am. But what we have to understand and really be real about this, that that's not the way God set it up to be. So when we start talking about that's for you and not for me, you need to realize what you're saying and who is speaking through you. I'm just trying to help you this morning. I ain't trying to make nobody. Lock the doors, Deacons. I don't want nobody to leave yet because I really... (laughs) I, 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 really, <laughs> I, really, I really want you to get this because, see, we're living in perilous times. We're living in a time where stuff is going so, 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 so suddenly and so, and so innocently where, where we're being lullabied and we're not realizing it. Uh, we're not realizing that really what is going on is that you're being, as my child would say, manipulated. Uh, we have to understand and realize that there are some things going on in our world that is that the enemy has set up to take the people of God out. Now, the reality is, is that God has given us a word. Uh, God has told us that, you know, troubled times will come. Now, I used to say it, I don't say it anymore, but I used to say it when I was younger until my mom uh, kind of helped me with that. I used to say um, You know um, she used to say um, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Anybody ever heard that before and, 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 and My response I, I want the babies to close their ear because I ain't trying to I ain't trying to mess nobody up in here I ain't trying to get nobody in trouble, but but I used to tell her when she used to say something like that This is this is your pastor your preacher. I used to say well mama if I baked the cake I should be able to eat it too Yeah, and um, I think that was the last time. I think my ears are still ringing. (laughs) I think my ears are still ringing. It's like every time I tell that story, I hear a slight ring. (laughs) You know, uh, uh, it's my life. I get to do what I want to with with, with this life. And see, we're sadly mistaken. It's not your life. You didn't bring you here. Oh, I, you know, and, and it's so easy for us to get comfortable in the idea that I can do what I want when I want and how I want to do it. And we factor God out, but God had to bring us back through the psalmist, through the words of David. Now, some say that this was, uh, uh, depending on who you're talking to, some may interpret this, this psalm here, Psalm 71, as a prayer. Uh, 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 but then if you talk to someone else, they may interpret this here as, as, as a declaration. Uh, uh, but, 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 but wherever you are in life's pedestal or wherever you are in life's journey, I, I just want you to know that at the end of it all, it all leads to God. And the reality is, is that no matter how you may feel or or, 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 or how you may you may think it ought to be, uh, uh, the reality is, is that God is ultimately in control. Now, here it is right here. I want you to understand what I'm saying. Here it is right here. You see, God is so gracious. God is so amazing that God gives us all an opportunity to choose. Now, I don't know about you, you know, God has all power, God has all authority, God has all of this in his hands, and he can can definitely make us do whatever he wants us to do. But But the reality is that God loves us so much, he said, listen, I don't want robots. I don't want you doing what I want you to do. I want you to do it because that's what you want to do. I want you to worship me because you love me i proposed to my wife some 24 years ago and i'm gonna be honest with you we had a conversation before i hit the knee i wish i had some help in here because i didn't want elder i you know i, I you know i'm not that guy if i bend my knee oh it's going down so so i want to make sure that that the <laughs> i can't get down there i would have still been there today if she had to no i've just been right there just just set the just the, but we had a conversation before, and we talked about it. We talked about what that would look like if I was to do something, if we were to do something like that, or who should I talk to? You know, we're just having a conversation, but, but I wanted to know what that would look like, and so we had a conversation first. And so then when it got time for me to get on my knee, I really got down there with the insurance, with the confidence, with the, with the you know, it wasn't I was hoping, I, I wish I, you know, it wasn't like I was wishing for God to, uh, uh, no, no, because we had a conversation, because there was a relationship beforehand, when I went to her with a proposal, it was easy peasy. You see, that's what God is saying. God is saying, listen, you have a relationship with me. You talk with me. You spend time with me. So therefore, when you come to me, it's easy peasy. But see, we don't spend time with God like we should. We don't talk to God like we're supposed to. We don't do what we're supposed to do. So now when we go to God and things don't pan out the way that we would like for them to, now we have an issue with God. Because why would God do this to me? Why why would God allow me to go through all of this? And we fail to realize that this is what's going to get you in the kingdom. What we have to understand is this. Is what's going to help you through the next trial that you're about to encounter. This right here is God is just setting you up for the greater blessing. But we can't see the we can't see the forest for looking at the trees. We, 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 are, we, we, we have the cart before the horse and we have all these things going on. And God is saying, if you would just hold up for a minute and just reflect on how I brought you through in your youth. How I was there with you, the text says that even while you were a babe, the text says I brought you out, even as a babe, out of your mother's womb. I was always with you. I was right there beside you. Even when everybody else ran out on you, I need you to understand that I was the only one there. But you couldn't see me because you were so caught up in them. And I've always been there. When trouble showed up, when you couldn't afford the bills, when the lights were getting turned off, when there wasn't food on the table. I need somebody to understand that I'm always there with you, even when it doesn't make sense, even when it's not adding up. I get it. I realize that you have knowledge, that you have information, that you know some things. But let me explain some to you. God allowed you to go through what you went through to help you through what you're about to go through. And so the knowledge that we have is not just knowledge for the sake of knowledge. God is saying, listen, as a child, I'm giving you childlike things. Now I'm getting you older. I'm bringing you up a little bit higher. Now I'm getting you ready for the adult things. I'm getting you ready for stuff now as a babe, even as a babe, that we start them out with with, um, milk, some liquids. And then we transition them from the liquids over to a little bit of solid. But even some of that solid is liquid. You don't just give a babe, a newborn babe, a baked potato. No, 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 no. Even though the baby don't have teeth and you really don't need teeth to eat a baked potato. <laughs> Some of us in here. <laughs> Some of us in here. Watch yourself. Okay, unlock the doors, Deacon. Unlock the doors. That may be my exit. That may be my exit. But God is taking us on stages, and so we understand that this is a declaration of this right here. God is saying that there are some things that we're going to experience, and there is a reason why. So here we go right here. You see these six verses, these first six verses, uh, there is a theme throughout Psalm 71. Uh, the six verses uh, uh, introduce a structure that will be maintained throughout the remainder of Psalm 71. Here it is, the psalmist issues an opening statement requesting, first of all, help. And when you read verse 1 through 4, the psalmist is simply saying, Lord, help me. I need your help. And see, we don't stop and realize that we need help from God. We get help from mama. uh, We get help from everybody else. But God God is saying, I need you to call on me. I need you to look to me for the help. I I, I don't need you looking to to the job for help. I I don't need you looking to the drugs for help. You know, I, I need you looking to me for help. And so the psalm starts out by telling us and letting us know uh, uh, that, God, I need your help. And then he follows with the statement of trust. So not only is the psalm is saying, Lord, I need you to help me, but I also want you to know, God, I trust you. You see, sometimes we want God to help us, but we don't want to trust him. We want God to do for us, but we don't want to do for him we want god to step in and change our situation but we don't want to step in somebody else's situation to bring about change you see that's how we help god that's how we move the way god wants us to move because see god is saying i need your arms and we just said lord hallelujah salvation and glory honor and power belongs to you so god is saying listen i want to use your hands i want to use your feet I want to use your arms, I want to use your eyes, I want to use your ears, I want to use your mind, I want to use you to go and tell somebody about a soon coming Savior. But see, we can't do that because we're not asking God, we don't trust God. We want God to do for us, but we don't want to do for God. And I just want to encourage somebody today to make this here day your starting point to where now not only am I going to help, ask God for help, not only am I going to look for help from God, but I'm also going to display a level of trust that will make my father pleased at me. You see, I want God, when he look at me, I want him to smile. Let me me tell you, you see, I'm not perfect, never have been, never claimed to be, never desired to be, amen? Because see, now you're entering into a realm that is not your place. Now you're going into something that was never designed for you to do, especially after the fall. Because none of us, not one of us in here have a perfect thinking. Not one of us in here have a perfect ideology. Even the world as brilliant of the scholars that we have on planet Earth, everybody is missing something. Everybody's missing something. Somebody's falling short somewhere because it sounds good, it looks good, and it may even feel good. But just because it sounds good and look good and feel good don't mean that it's good for you. Because as I always say, and I'm going to say it again, you can be doing something all your life and you can be doing it wrong all your life. He you said, I've always done this. I've always did that. Well, that's good, baby. I'm glad you've always done it. But I need you to understand something, that just because you've been doing it all your life don't mean that you've been doing it right all your life. See, I had to learn that I'm a young guy. I'm just, I'm just a young guy. You know, the Lord gave me that one, and I had to realize because, see, I came up in, in in such a way where didn't nobody know but me. You couldn't tell me nothing. I knew it. Didn't matter how wrong it was. You know, you can imagine my parents trying to raise this one. And my daddy, see, I remember when I was talking to who was I talking to? A, talking to a good friend of mine. We go back a little ways. <laughs> And my daddy, my daddy, my daddy, when I, was, when, I, when I was asked to preach my first sermon, and my daddy said, they, they, they told my dad they said, son, they, they say, said, you know, uh, 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 JB, you know, your son is preaching. He said, what? I said, who let him up there? It was, you know, but he's asking for the family to come and, and show some support. And he said uh-uh. she ain't going to get up and embarrass me. And I praise God that he didn't stop there because he eventually came to the service. And to my surprise and his surprise and everybody's surprise, I preached and I'm still preaching. And it's a blessing because after I preached that first sermon, my daddy was my biggest fan. So that lets you know that although I've come from a place where you couldn't tell me nothing, Although I've come from a place where I had all the right answers, God had to let me know you don't have anything. And I'm just trying to help somebody along the way because I realized that that's how we get sometimes. And God had to remind us that I was there with you when you were young. I was right there with you in your youth. I was right there with you when you're in your young adult years. Now that you're old with gray hair, I'm still with you. And see that's proof in the pudding right there that god is saying listen i will never leave you and i will never forsaken you no matter how you mess up no matter how you veer off i'm always there with open arms to accept you back and so here we go the text reminds lets us know uh, 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 uh that that the, that the psalm is lets us know that as he as, as we as we go through this uh, uh, uh he's asking god for help he's asking he's letting god know that i trust you a statement of trust uh, 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 and this pattern right here is repeated throughout the rest of psalms 71 this thing of trusting god this thing of asking god for help and that's where i want us to land our uh, uh pitch our tent today where we are asking god for help but we are learning to trust God in the midst of it all. That's been a theme going on since I've been here. I'm finding uh, this thing of trusting when you can't trace Him, believing when believing is unbearable, and holding on even if you have to holler. Because there are times in your walk where it's going to get difficult, uh, where you will have difficulties. There will be time in your walk where you're going to have moments of despair. There will be times in your walk where it's just not going to make sense. It's not going to feel good. It's not gonna sound good. You're gonna get information that's gonna rock your world. But God is saying, even in those difficult moments, even in those difficult days, even in those difficult hours, I need somebody to know that just because you're old don't mean that you're out. Just because you go through all of this, just because all of this stuff is piling up on you, don't mean that it's over. Because I like the way the song said, it ain't over until God says it's over. Boy, I wish I had those vocals. I'd bust it right there, right here, right now, but I'm going to stay in my lane. (laughs) I jump on in there right here in the praise team. I know y'all run up in here and grab the mics and and, and back an old preacher up, but but, but I'm going to stay in my lane. Just say, "Don't do it. Go for it." It's always one. You know, you're gonna have an A man corner somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't over until God says it's over. I'm hope you listening to me today. That it's not over. God said, "I know the struggle is real." I had to learn that the smooth way. I would have said the hard way, but it was smooth the way God had to introduce that thing to me that, 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 that the challenges of life is not some fake made-up story. When folk get up here and start talking about some of their struggles, it's real. When folk get up here and start talking about I went to the doctor and the doctor said I only have sick. It's real. And that thing will weigh on your mind. That thing will shake you up. It's hard to sleep at night when your mind is constantly running and wondering and worrying about what's going to happen next. And it's easy for us as believers to come in here and say, oh, just give it to the Lord. It's real. And all I could say to you was that I understand. I was talking to my elder last night, talking to him about, see, I talked to Elder Harris. uh, 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 I talked to him a little different because, see, um, you you know, he needs to know that the preacher is real and that we have struggles, too. So I share some things with him that I don't share with everybody else. And I'm okay with that. It's not like I love him more, or I like him more, or anything like that. It's just that, no, 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 uh, 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 I share with him because he was there, and he was, we were standing out there, and, and it was, you know, it could have been danger. I probably would have opened up there. It could have been Elder Wellington. You know, that's just how I roll. Sometimes, you know, you hang around me long enough, the bone will fall out. Because you need to know that I have struggles too. So I'm talking to Elder Harris and I had to let him know it, it gets real. And I realize and I've come to understand and I've come to know that the reason why I go through what I go through so that when I stand up here and I begin to share with you about life struggles I'm not just speaking theory. I'm not just talking about something that I read in a book of when I tell you that I understand what it's like to get down to your last I need somebody in here to understand and know that I know what it's like to get down to your last I know what it's like to be thanking God to get that last card note in and uh, you only got two months left and it seemed like two months turned into three months and three months turned into four months and all you have is really two months left but it seemed as if the monies just don't line up maybe I'm preaching to the choir because y'all just looking at me right now maybe all y'all ducks are obedient my ducks don't obey all the time Sometimes my ducks, they they just quack all out of order. But I understand and I realize that I have to learn how to trust him. And I have to learn how to just be faithful to him. And the psalmist goes on and reminds us uh, that we have to be clear that the strength that God that we serve Is mighty. You see, it's clear that the psalmist is is, is entirely dependent on God. Notice what he said there in verse 1. Right there. God, that's what he says in verse 1. God, in you, O Lord, I put my trust. Nothing else. The foundation of what we do is God. I do this because God has shown himself faithful. God has shown himself somebody that I can depend on. So I trust in you. No other will do. Regardless of what's happening around the corner. Regardless of what's happening down the street. Regardless of what's happening in my very own life, I will not put my trust in nobody else but God. And when we get to that point in our Christian experience where it doesn't matter who like it or don't, I'm not doing this for popularity. You see, that's why I was able to preach at home during the pandemic. Down, you know, uh, and, and and started really getting comfortable with that thing. And I remember I shared with you that I was preaching one Sabbath, and, and after I end the service and turned the uh, camera off, um, I went to my wife. I said, "Baby, <laughs> I said, Ooh. I said I could, I could, I I could live like this.' I mean, you know, it's over, and no, nobody coming in the office. I know, I know, y'all, I, I know. I'm telling, told you, you stick around me long enough." that bone will fall out. <laughs> and it's not that I don't love you, come on in the office. I welcome you in the office. But oh, it felt so good to hit that button, it was over. And I walked in the kitchen, and it was smelling good. I had my house shoes on. Oh, come on, somebody. <laughs> y'all was in the bed still watching the sermon. Come on, don't play with me. Don't play with me. Some of y'all was still with the covers up to your neck. Come on, don't play with me. Uh-huh, never got to the bed. Some of y'all, y'all just, you know, but it's all good. It's all good. I, I, I got comfortable with that. I got used to that. And so whether it's a house full or not, I will not change up on God. I will not give up on God, whether I'm walking by myself or whether I'm walking with the multitude. I'm still going to love him. And guess what? You know, what happens is, see, this is, this is, this is, this is where the word of God declares, forsake not the assembly. Okay. You see, you have to understand that there is power in us being in here. Now, I could preach like this with nobody in here, but it feels a whole lot better with you sitting in there. Huh? And I'm sure the way the praise team did their thing this morning, I'm sure it sounded good online, but guess what? It felt better in the house. And I'm sure you sitting at home, praise team, singing along uh, with the track on on, on YouTube, amen, uh, it felt a whole lot better with you standing up here singing it for yourself. And so it's different. And that's why it blows my mind at times as I look at the Psalms and as I look at what's going on. How is it that we as a people can play hopscotch with God? <laughs> Everybody know that old school game? Yeah. That's what we do. We play hopscotch with Him. we hit jumping over. We're hitting. And the reality is, God is still God wherever you are. But God is looking for consistency. And some of us say, well, I am consistent. I'm here and then I'm there. That's consistent. You know, you can be consistent in unfaithfulness too, right? You do know that, right? <laughs> so all consistency ain't good consistency. Consistency. I'm just trying to help us in there I'm just, ha- I'm just trying to help us in there because the psalmist want us to know that we are older now and just because all this stuff is unfolding in our world and in our life does not give us an excuse to throw in the towel it doesn't that's not, that's not an out right there well it's just too much I can't do this yes you can you have to ask yourself the question, do you really want to do it? You know, when I was taking Greek, Greek was not a great um, um, subject um, when I was in, in, um, in college. And one of the things that my instructor told us, well, as soon as he walked into class, the one thing he used to tell us to do every time, right before he started class, he would say, uh, I, I, say I love Greek. <laughs> I don't love no Greek every every the whole as soon as he walk in he have us before we do anything I love Greek Greek is fun I mean, this is not good this is not fun this is none of that but as we went through that class and as I began to grab the knowledge of language and began to make it began to make sense. If we would come in the classroom and and you can hear the sound and the the basses and the baritones. I love Greek. <laughs> Greek is fun. The whole climate changed. And I took that same principle to my daughters. I used that same principle with my daughters when I used to homeschool them. They didn't like mad, couldn't stand mad. I used to try to get them to come to the table when you're homeschooling, you know, you you feel like you're at home. You can just wear your pajamas. And, you're, and I'm like, no, we need to get school ready. I need you coming to the table with school clothes on. They want to come with pajamas and blankets and pillows. <laughs> we... <laughs> We five minutes into the lesson plan, they talking about it's nap time. <laughs> yeah. And when we get to math, I used to tell them all the time, I say, okay, before we get started, I'd say, math is fun. Math is good. You see, I've come to learn that your thinking about the subject is what's gonna help you through the subject. So when we come to the church and if we say church is this and church is boring and those hypocrites, yeah, it's going to be a horrible place. But when you can come in God's house and see the reflection of God in this place, when you can come to God's house and you see the glory of God, you're looking beyond the folk and you see the God of the folk. You're looking beyond the issues. And you see the God that can resolve the issues. Now church has become a place that I enjoy coming. Whether there there are two or three. That's why the Bible didn't give us five or six. He said, well, there are two or three gathered. He ain't go higher than two or three. Just give me two or three. There will I be in the midst. There will I be in the midst to help you through whatever. And here it is. It can just be you. It can just be you. Let me finish up here because Jesus invites us to call on him. Matthew eleven twenty-eight 28 through 30, he says, Come unto me, all ye that are weary and are carrying heavy loads. He said, I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. He says, I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy. My burden is light. You see, learning to lean on Jesus, to depend, to rely, to rest on him is a crucial part of our spiritual journey. Yeah. Learning to trust in Jesus. Learning to lean on Jesus and to depend on him regardless of whatever's going on around you. I think we all need to take a lesson from from the from the from the racehorse. We need those blinders on. We need to quit looking to the left and quit looking to the right and learn how to just stay focused on Jesus. So when the wind is blowing over here and the stuff is flying all around over here, I'm focused because I believe God, you're not going to let that tree knock me off course. I believe God. You're not gonna let that problem over there knock me off course. I'm locked in on you, Jesus. Where do you want me to go, Jesus? What do you want me to do, Jesus? How do you want me to live my life, Jesus? How do you want me to worship you, Jesus? How do you want me to tell the story, Jesus? Where do you want me to go, Jesus? I got blinders on, Jesus. All I could see is you, and if you don't lead me, Jesus, I don't know where to go because I can't see to the left. I can't see to the right. I don't. Know what to do. Um, so Lord, if you don't chart my path, um, if you don't plot the course, um, if you don't make it plain and make it clear, um, then I don't know what to do. I'm like a ship without a sail i don't know how to get to my next destination so god if you don't do it up it cannot get done so god if you don't move then it will be will become stagnant in our worship i get it god now i realize now jesus that it's all about you and it's not about me so lord get me out the way move me out the way and if you have to jesus if you have to bench me on this in this game bench me jesus bench me because i don't want to get in the game and mess it up for some for my teammates i i, I don't want to get in the game and, and 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 my my lack of readiness me being uh, uh unprepared will cause us to lose the game so i want to be ready for you jesus So I'm going to cast all of my cares on you. I'm going to cast all of my problems on you. And I'm going to let you deal with the problems. And I'm just going to deal with that which you have gave me to deal with. And so finally, finally, we have to allow our lives to reflect the glory of God. The aspect of our lives should be to praise God. That's what it all boils down to. That I'm not allowing any of, these, any of this stuff to get me to the point where I don't give him praise. I don't give him worship. I, I, I'm not going to get to the point in my Christian walk where now, God, I don't, I don't have love for you anymore. I don't know how to praise you anymore. The stuff has gotten so heavy, it's gotten so bad, I don't even feel like praising you anymore. My wife and I, we, as we were getting ready to get into ministry as we were going through schooling and the issues of life, I remember asking her the question. I said, I wonder if I will have the the joy of ministering once the Lord gets me in there. Once the Lord, once I, because I never gave up on the call. But let me tell you something, it was not easy. It was not easy to get here where I am right now. And I wondered if I would have the passion. I wondered if I would have the excitement. I wondered if I would have the joy. Will I will I be excited about God? How, how can I preach about this God whom I just went through? What I, how, how can I stand up before the people of God and speak hope into their lives and to speak and, and to speak trust to speak about trusting a God who I'm having an issue with trusting? So that's why you're the one. Because God was looking on the other side. I was looking at right now. See, that sometimes we look at right now. We look at where we are right now. We, all we can see is right now. All we can see is the limited uh, mobility of us being able to excel because we're looking at our situation. We're looking at what's going on right now. And what God is saying is that I'm not just looking at right now. There is something greater. But what we have to do, we have to hang in there. We have to hold on. You understand what I'm saying? You cannot give up. Because, see, we look at right now, and that's what I was doing. I was looking at right now. There is no way possible I can get excited about God. After all that I've gone through and what you're taking me through right now, Jesus, you're telling me that I'm supposed to be excited about this? No, 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 no. I'm not saying be excited about the torture. I'm not saying be excited about the penalties. I'm not saying be excited about the disheartenedness. I'm not saying be excited about it. I'm saying don't give up. I'm not saying be excited about all of that stuff. No what I am saying, don't allow that stuff to cause you to go backwards. Don't allow that stuff to cause you now to throw in the towel and say, you know what? It ain't, you know, and I told you that story. I told you all my little, you know, it, it, it don't matter. You know, what's the point? It ain't going to get no better. That was my song. That was my story. What's the point? Because I've come to realize that after this struggle came another struggle and after that struggle came another struggle and I'm looking at God like all these struggles. When am I going to get some relief? When you get to heaven. (laughs) If you're looking forward here, That's why we having issues. Because as long as you down here, my family, you're going to have some struggles. I don't care who you are, where you are, it don't matter. You're going to have something jumping off in your house. In your life, on your job, in your car, in your checking account, whatever it is, your health, you're going to have something jumping. Yeah, you may be good in this area, but your trouble troubles are just racking up on the other area. And then somebody, this area, is not their issue. Their health is fine, but their job situation is not. Somebody else, they have a good job, love their job, but yet at the same time, their health is not right. Somebody else, your job is good, your health is good, uh, 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 your, your, your uh, checking account is good, but your children is driving you crazy. <laughs> your children will be the death of you. And we all have something. We all have something. Something. Some of us struggled to get here today. Some of us we skipped here today. Some of us we barely made it here today. Some of us walk out the house, we look at our driveway, and we say, "Which one today?" Okay, y'all looking at me? Which vehicle am I? Oh, okay, because I had some, they were looking at me. They were looking. They said, what, 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 what is he talking? With which? Which vehicle am I going to drive today? And while I love choices, I raise my girls on choices. I'll give them, you know, it's good to have options. Uh Uh-huh. You don't want to be in a situation where you only have one choice outside of this right here. There is no other option. This is the only way. This is it. I can't even say Either this way or the highway, because if you don't choose this way, there will be no highway.
1: <laughs>
0: the highway is not even a, that's just a, something to rhyme and make it sound good. But if Jesus is the only way. He said, I am the tr- way, the truth, and the life. I'm ending right there. I'm ending right here. I'm ending right here God is our refuge and our strength I might be older I might be old but let me tell you something I'm far from out there is no way I will let the devil have the victory over my life I had to fight I'm being honest I had to cut some folk loose I had to leave them by the wayside and I know some of us good Christians in here say, you mean, you, you know, you, 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 got to, you got to tell them about Jesus. I did, and they didn't listen, so I left them. But I've been, I been, I been, I been a lost my food crazy. If I'm going to stick around and let them take me down there with them. So I figured since you don't want to go, let me go. And it's okay. Some of them I hadn't seen before. I hadn't seen since, should I say some I still keep up with but at the end of the day this is who I am this is it bro this is it family this is it this is this is it I was driving here today and I'm sitting here thinking about this message and and saying Lord I need you again because I yet again being transparent I feel so unprepared because you go through stuff all week long And then we're asked to stand up here and present a powerful message. And I'm fighting against my issues and what I'm dealing with and what's going on in my world. And yet I want to feed you fresh matter every morning or every Sabbath. And while we come in here and we want to hear a word from the preacher, and it is my responsibility as a preacher to give you that word. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I'm going to give it to you, too. But I'm like, Lord, I can't do it without you. And so as I'm asking you to lean on him, I'm leaning on him as well. As I ask you to trust him, I'm trusting him too. Don't don't please don't look over here and think that everything is gravy. I don't want to put a bad light on the preacher but what I do want you to know is that the the struggle is real across the board Mm -hmm. I'm not in some elite group I am a human if you cut me I would bleed if you hit me (laughs) I'm going to hit them back well I won't start crying (laughs) because we're human we hurt we have good days we have bad days but at the end of it all it was never to the point to where we give up so if you got nothing from this message today i want you to leave here with the mind set locked and loaded i will not give up on god there may be somebody here who's struggling and it's okay to struggle it's okay when i say it's okay in other words, I'm saying it's okay to acknowledge the fact that you're struggling. Because see, when you acknowledge the fact that you're struggling, now you are ready to receive the help that you need. You see, if I don't acknowledge it, then I don't think I need it. <laughs> I mean, I'm good, I'm not struggling with nothing. And then we stay, we continue in that in that, in that path, and we're trying to figure out why am I repeating this thing again? Why am I? Why am I? But now that I've come to the realization that I'm, I have some issues. I have some problems, and I need Jesus to fix it. Now I'm not telling you, now you're gonna tell me your problem. We're not saying come up here and lay it all out on the altar and say what, what that is. I'm just asking you to acknowledge the fact that there is something there, because see, that's a hard one. Just the fact that there is something, we don't even want folks to know there was something there. Let alone talk about it. So, if you need prayer, you have some issues, and you want us to just call out and just pray over, I want to invite you to come down to the altar. Is there? There may be somebody here that just want to just have a, a time of study, a Bible study. You want the preacher to sit down with you or one of the elders or one of our Bible workers. Just go over the word of God with you. You're that one person. If you can just raise your hand, we'll make sure that you get connected to one of our leaders. Is there one? Hey, Amen. I see your hand in the back. There may be somebody here that says this is a this is this is the church of my choice. And you're not a member. If you're that one person, if you just raise your hand, is that one? Is that one? Amen. Amen. Father God, again, we thank you so much for what you've done, what you're doing, and what you're about to do. As always, Father, we recognize that we're only here because of you. And so we're just giving you permission right now to just move in mightily over our lives and help us to reflect you in everything we say and do. Father, we ask your forgiveness of our sins actually will help us, cleanse us even now. Father, you know the issues that we're all battling against. We don't name them. We're not calling them out. You know them. But, Father, we recognize that there are some issues, that there are some things that we need you to touch and move and and get rid of. We need you, God, because we don't have the strength, the power, nor the know-how to do it. And so we're looking to you, the author and the finisher of our faith, to help us, oh God, to be the people that you've called us to be. So whatever issues, whatever setback, whatever sin, whatever drama, whatever attack, whatever it is, oh God, we're asking that you will remove it now. That when we come to this place of worship, we will come with a clean heart, a pure heart. Father, restore the joy. Renew us. Into that place, unto that people, so that when you crack the sky, we'll really be prepared, not just in word, but in deed, because we have worked while there's still light. We have done what we were called to do. And now we're ready to hear those words Well done, thou faithful servant. So, Father, do what you do, cover us in this space thank you for those that are viewing online. We pray for them as well. In Jesus' name, let the people of God say amen. And amen.
3: That beautiful message. <laughs> I be old, but I'm not out. Praise Amen. the Lord. It says that I, God says I know the plans I have for you. Amen. To prosper you and not harm you. but give you hope and a bright future and expected an end. So don't give out, don't give in, don't give up. Just keep trusting in the Lord. Amen. Amen. Pastor's gonna be in the back and greet him as he hands out the, f- the flyers, amen, because amen. we want to tell somebody about the good news of heaven. There's a lot of amen. people that are in despair need the light of truth, amen, amen. so let's, let's pass those out this week. Let us stand as we have our benediction. <clears throat> our deacons will usher you out. Heavenly Father, we're so grateful and thankful for the words of truth today, Lord. We're so thankful that you showed up in your spirit, Lord, came into this place, Lord. We pray that you will bless us with all of our issues, all of our struggles, Lord, knowing, Lord, that you're able to keep us from falling. Now, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you and give you peace. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.